0: If we were here a number of years ago, we'd still be celebrating Pentecost because there used to be an octave of Pentecost eight days afterward because Pentecost really is right up there with Christmas and Easter. So maybe one day we'll get that back, but for right now, Pope Francis has uh, declared that this Monday following Pentecost is the Feast of Mary, Mother of the Church. Maybe it's actually a way to kind of move towards that because Of course, at Pentecost, Mary was there. She's praying for the disciples as they're preaching. And, of course, Pentecost, uh, with the crucifixion, is is the birthday of the church. So, Pope Francis began this uh, feast in 2018 that we celebrate today. Every time we look at Mary, she's an icon of the church as mother. And every time we look at the life of the church and who we are as God's people, we also can see in the life of the church... Uh, a teachings about Mary. They're really um, in sync. Mary and the church, both are virgin and mother. So, Mary at the Nativity gives birth to Christ into the world. As the church, we conceive mystically Christ in ourselves. At the cross, Mary stands by Jesus in his passion and awaits his new life, his resurrection. We as a church, we stand by the Lord in his sufferings. And we wait for the new life that is given more and more in the resurrection and what God does in our world. And at Pentecost, Mary is there in prayer with the disciples, awaiting and receiving the Holy Spirit. And of course, the church continually wants to receive more and more of God's Holy Spirit so that we are impelled on mission. Mary is, in one sense, at Pentecost, the mother of missionaries, the mother of apostles, And so we're celebrating that today especially. She is mother. Now the church gives us the reading from Golgotha, where she stands by Jesus and becomes this new Eve. She stands by this wood of the tree on which her beloved is crucified. And at that tree, Jesus calls her woman, like Eve is called in Genesis, and says, Behold your son. He gives to Mary the beloved disciple, which is John, but it's all of us. He gives her this new life, this new offspring, the beloved of Jesus. Eve was called the mother of all the living, but really she was the mother of all the living dead. Right? Losing grace, her and Adam can no longer pass on the divine life of God. But here, as Christ gives his blood and water, he sheds his, his life, his blood for us that divine life is restarted through this love of Mary being the mother of all the living in Christ, all the disciples. Two trees, two mothers, two families, but one given divine life once again. For all of you who are here, you are very much uh, living in Pentecost every day. You who are missionaries, you who help equip and form missionaries, you who are looking forward to this summer and this coming year, and Mary wants to be very close to you as your mother, mother of missionaries. There's different ways that we can, as the church, imitate Mary. Of course, for those of you who are maybe on the front lines, you're really working with students, with other people, day to day, um, praying for their conversion, drawing them closer to Christ through everything that you do on mission. You know, maybe you can kind of take to yourself what Augustine said about how we're called to be mothers of Christ. You know, Jesus said, Whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Augustine says, how, how, am I, how am I a mother? How are you a mother of Christ? He says, Well, where were you born in your new life of grace? And all those people say, In baptism, by Holy Mother Church, at that font. Exactly. You were born out of that font. That was your mother. The church was your mother. So now your task is to bring as many people as you can to that font. Our whole purpose in proclaiming Christ is to bring people to that new life of baptism, that Christ dwells within them. Bring as many people as you can to that font, and you'll be a mother of Christ. Now that's especially true for those who are on the front lines, those who are really in mission with people face to face each day, but I know that for some here, it may be a little different. Maybe you're not so much in the front lines anymore. Maybe you're maybe kind of in the office more. Maybe you're doing some administration. Maybe you're trying to find what's the next conference speaker we're going to have here. I don't know. And it might feel like, how am I drawing people to the font of baptism? How am I... Uh, being this missionary, with Mary being the mother of missionaries. Well, don't forget that at Pentecost, as those 3,000 were baptized, Peter was preaching, the disciples were speaking in tongues. Mary is filled with the Holy Spirit. We don't even know if she left the upper room that day. Maybe she did and went out into the square, but maybe she was listening to Peter through the windows and continually praying and calling down for the father to give more of the spirit to peter more of this divine boldness to the disciples maybe she was there in that kind of quiet interior power of prayer equipping those apostles and if that's you you are no less to people to the font of baptism than the others Mary prayed, Mary taught them how to pray. Mary was full of this deep, deep prayer all throughout her life. And for us who equip others to be disciple makers, others to be evangelists, you can also be a mother of Christ like that. As the Spirit is poured out upon all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy by your deep interior life and your daily prayer with the Lord, like Mary, you help the fire to keep being poured out upon the church. And thus, you are a mother of Christ. You are doing the will of the Heavenly Father. Today, brothers and sisters, the fire of God comes down to transform these gifts and transform us. May Mary, our mother, pray for us. And may all of us continue to draw people into the saving waters of rebirth. And so be church. And so be a mother of